right turn this off here all right let's get it what's up ladies and gentlemen it's your boy eric DiGiovanni from botmop.com and today we're gonna be talking to my boy king arthur over here we're gonna learn about his process we're gonna learn about what he's been struggling with in the music industry but first let's give a nice warm welcome to our guest please welcome mr king arthur thundercock (laughs) (laughs) yeah buddy what's up man how you doing I'm chilling, bro. How you been doing? What's good with you? Pretty fucking good. Worked a full day of work, slipped in the mud, and now I'm ready to uh, kill some shit. You know, ready Where to write some shit tonight. What do you uh, What do you do for work? I work uh, with reptiles, so I work at a place that um, breeds like snakes and caiman and tortoises and shit like that. So I pretty much like help out with the everyday shit out there. Where like, do you cages. Yeah. Does that like get in the way of your of your music shit, or is it kind of just like something else that you love to do? Um, that's how I'm making money right now. Uh, so I can you know build up the music shit. You know what I'm saying? So what? I got I got I got signed to that to that label out in Denver. Um, off the wagon records. Shout out to Jay. That's my homie. Yeah, but uh, you know I got a been spending the last year making the albums. Now I got the album done. Now it's time for me to learn the social media shit and start trying to figure that out so I can get the album promoted, you know, hopefully start making some money. So uh, maybe this time next year, I don't have to go out there and work. You know what I'm saying? No doubt, man. What's your, uh, where, where are you staying at right now? What's your whole living situation right now? How, how is that working out for you? I'm at, uh, I'm out in Durham, North Carolina, 919, you know, Bull City. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we they call it the, the city of medicine. You know, we, we sedated out here, son. <laughs> Word. Um, uh, is there like a notion over there that you need to be in like L.A. or Atlanta or New York City or Miami or whatever, like a big ass city to make it big? Or is there a notion that you could do anything from anywhere? Um, honestly, man, like people think it's cool that I record out in a big city, but I don't think this day and age that's really necessary. Um, you know, with all the shit we got going on with the internet, you know, it's a different world than it was, you know, um, I don't think that's a necessary thing. Personally, I, you know, I'm not fuck with going out to the big cities and, and doing my music shit and business out there, but I got to come back and, you know, be somewhere with some trees, man. I feel like that you got to be right with your soul. And I feel like all that concrete, man, kind of help, you know, is a little bit of a part of what gets people lost. You know what I mean? No, I actually, I actually completely agree with you on that. And I think, um, me personally, I've been a lot around too much concrete, if you will. Yeah. Uh, I've been around that way too much because I'm in LA and yeah, man. it's just like, it's all, you know, just trying to work, you know, there's no time for reflection really. You feel me? So yeah, what do you, what do you do for like reflection? What do you do for, uh, to get your creative energy? What do you do for all that? I usually just smoke and put on a beat and shit just comes out. You know what I mean? Where do you get so your beat? Uh, I just, I find some shit on YouTube usually. Yeah. Um, I, f- I found a couple producers on YouTube that I like. And uh, usually I just get my beats from like a couple of different channels that I fuck with. I'm going to start branching out more because I'm like, you know, the shit I've been doing is dope, but I got to get um, some shit that's a little bit more... Um, I'm going to try to do a couple of singles that have beats that are a little bit more uh, modern in a sense, I guess. I've been doing some shit that's kind of like on some um, neo-retro vibes. And uh, I really fuck with it, but I feel like, you know, it's going to reach a, a more niche audience. And I'm, you know, I'm just trying to get like one or two singles that, that pop off so that I can draw people in and then, you know, introduce them to the shit that I really like. You know what I mean? Sure. I mean, I feel like, the niche thing is actually a good idea to yeah. uh to kind of hone in on your audience, you know, not do yeah. what everyone else is doing. I think that's actually a good thing. Uh, yeah. What what about your uh, your album? You want to talk a little bit about that? How many tracks is it? What was your process like with that? And like, what it's, were some of the problems that you had to go through with the label? It's uh, nine tracks, and the process, man, I'll tell you what. So I wrote like one or two tracks for it. And then kind of started forming the whole thing around like a couple core tracks. Okay. And I swear, man, like I would, I switched out like 75% of the album three times and 
from what it was when I started, you know, it became a whole different beast. So I feel like you got to allow shit to just change organically. So like, if you feel like, you know, that you need to change up the vibe a little bit, as long as it still keeps a core theme, you know what I mean? Then I feel like you got to allow that shit to be organic because when at the, at first I was so focused on making this shit a certain way and having, you know, having a certain structure that shit just stopped flowing. You know what I mean? And it felt like, it felt like um, trying to make it be one thing, just kind of stunted creativity. So, you know, I had a, I, I started dropping acid heavy, man, and like shit like that. And uh, that really shook up the whole process. So um, I don't, I'm not, you know, I'm not advocating anybody to go out and drop acid. That's, that was just a part <laughs> of my process. You know what I mean? It really helped kind of bring my whole style together. You know what I mean? Yep. It was a part of that for sure. Where do you, you think know? you found like uh, inspiration from? Like, let's say, let's say, you know, a listener is, is hearing this or watching this video and they're hearing you talk about acid and then they don't want to fuck with acid. Yeah. What is your, what would be your advice to find, for that person to find inspiration or find like themselves in their music and create an album the way yeah. you do? You know, everybody starts out um you know inevitably writing and kind of trying to emulate their favorite artist right so you know if everybody does that we've all been there we've all done that but you gotta move past that you know what i mean and you gotta find your own shit you know it's gonna take time to get comfortable man but you'll you'll know it when you're there you know what i mean it's just this this uh this feeling you can't quite put it into words but once you start putting on beats and writing and it, you know, you're not overthinking shit. Like my key is don't overthink shit. Like, you know, don't think about, I'm gonna write a song like this and it's gonna be about this and it has to be uh, a certain way or I don't like it or, you know, whatever, whatever the fuck, you know what I mean? You gotta have that shit be organic. If you want longevity and you want this shit, you know, we all want to pop off, but popping off and making a little money for like three years, that's not what I want. I'd rather take a little bit more time and pop off in like two or three years from now after grinding and building up like a real fan base, making music that I like. You know what I mean? You got to let that shit come organically or you ain't going to have longevity, you know? That's facts, bro. No, I, I actually really, really, really agree with that. Um, what would you say to the people then that, that want it now and that like like how, how would you tell people that they're not serious how would i guess what i'm asking is how did you know you were serious about rapping then was it because you are willing to put in that long that long game you have that long vision yeah. that's how you knew what would you, you go ahead if you are not willing to work a job and force your and and, and have to juggle a whole bunch of shit on top of grinding and writing and doing that shit for like five years, if you you can't do at least five years, and I don't know what to tell you. You know what I mean? Um, you pick the biggest artist in the game. I mean, Kendrick was putting out mixtapes for like eight years or some shit before he he signed a Dre and blew up. Facts. You know what I mean? Facts. No, like Russ, I literally was watching something earlier today. He put out yeah. eleven albums. He put out for eleven sure. albums before anything before even he was doing like the singles. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I mean, M no. I mean, Eminem put out like uh, his, a solo album and then a whole EP, but he did a whole bunch of shit with groups. And he was doing music for like 10 plus years before he, he got with Dre and really blew up, you right. know? So what do you, sure. what do you think, um, what do you think artists are lacking now? Like newer artists? I mean, you're relatively new compared to yeah. a lot of artists, but for how long you been rapping? How long you been rapping? about three years three years okay so i mean you're still a baby in the game yeah yeah <laughs> i mean it's it's crazy because uh how old are you i'm 21 you're 21 okay it's crazy because like you'll see heads like blowing up at 18 19 yeah. years old and like i mean i'm 22 and i yeah. i thought you know like i should be famous right now like i should be a dope yeah. right now you know what how do you feel when you see like, you know, someone like Polo G, I think Polo G is like 18 or 19 or even yeah. 20, something like that, or like a juice world or X, like triple yeah. X, you know, how do you feel when you see 
these young dudes like uh blowing up do you feel yeah. like you're super inspired or do you kind of feel like yo like how did this dude blow up so fast like what's your take on that it just inspires me to keep on grinding and make the best shit I can and keep on getting better. You know, I mean, look, I couldn't even write a hook two years ago and now I feel pretty, I'm pre I like, I like my hooks. Like they're a little, some of them are a little bit weird, but they're like, they're like unique and catchy in their own way uh, with some of them. You know what I mean? Um, like you got to find your weaknesses and improve those, but you also got to improve your strengths and you also got to be able to change. You know, you can't stay stagnant. So like, like a lot of these dudes that blow up and are young, age doesn't necessarily matter. It's how you look at the shit and how, how if you're thinking ahead, you know what I mean? Like, I, you know, I, I, I was like, you know, I'm gonna make this album and I'm gonna work this shit out, but I've been thinking ahead. I was thinking about this album and all that shit for a year before I made the album. You know, it, it takes time. You know, if you just throw together some shit and put it out, that's, you know, I mean, you might have one or two hot tracks, but I'd rather put out a whole project and have the weakest track be like a, you know, like a 3.9. You know what I mean? Um, I feel like it's 3.9 out of five. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You know uh, what I mean? Not out of yeah, 10. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, oh, no, no. Fuck that. Nah, man. I put out a. If I, you know, we've all made 3.9s. You yeah. just don't put them out. You know, it's like, like I made, I wrote like, um, I wrote probably like 200 tracks for this album, bro. And some of them were probably good enough to be on there. I'm just a really harsh self-critic. So I, I mean, I threw out a lot of tracks that lyrically at least, you know, were better if, from a, like an MC lyrical standpoint than a lot of the shit that's popping off on the Billboard 100. But you know, I'm like, I'm trying to find that balance between um, keeping lyrical shit and having it also sound good and flow and, you know, wanna, you know, sound like some shit that could be in a playlist and pop off. Right, right. You know I, what feel, I, mean? I feel you. Do you feel like, like lyricism almost, I, I hate to say this, but do you feel like lyrics don't even matter at this point anymore? I don't think so, because if you look at the big, biggest artists, they're lyricists. You know what I mean? J. Cole, Kendrick. Uh, fucking, you know, Juice had bars, um, you know, X had bars, M, he's still popping off, you know, every time Eminem drops an album, you know, it's number one, and he, he's heavy with bars, you got Royce to 5'9", I think bars are still prominent, as long as there is hip-hop, there's gonna be bars, and if you look at the the trends, you know, of course, the, there's gonna be people out here that are making pop shit, um, and I don't, I don't even like using the term mumble rap, I just consider that like pop. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. Like, that's a different lane of hip hop um, or music, whatever you want to call it. What about like um, you have kind of like hybrids, like you have like someone like yeah. Drake. you have someone like Drake who yeah. um, he'll come at you with some bars. Yeah. And then he'll also come at you with like some Tusi slide shit. Like, do you yeah. feel like that's corny or do you feel like that's what he needs to do to stay relevant? How, how do you feel? Well, like you know, I mean, when you've been doing it as long as Drake's doing it, I mean, he's been doing it. Uh, I mean, he first popped up on my radar in, uh, in 2009 or forever. So, I mean, you think about it, that's like what, 11 years, right? Yep. Yep. So that's a long time and he's changed a lot. But his my favorite album of his is... Uh, Still the one, fuck, you know, the one um, right after his first one, the one where it has the fucking, he started that fucking shit where, you know, uh, with him. Oh, uh, yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, I was underground, gonna, underground King. Yeah, underground King. Like, yeah. Um, yeah. Nothing was, that's not, nothing was the same. That was, um, it's with Hell Yeah Fucking Right. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Marvin's here, right? Take care. I think that's his best album to me personally. I'm like, you know, uh, that's his best. It's a good but, album. But if he put out an album that sounded just like that every single time, he would have fallen off by now. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. Um, I think his sound is, I think, honestly, I think just people just like to hate on him because he's like, yeah, he's, he's popular. You know, he's, goat. Mean, he's literally goat right now. <laughs> yeah. You no, know? um, I don't know. It's like one of those things where, like, if, if you look at my playlist, there's going to be a couple Drake tracks, but they're not, there's not going to be that many, you know what I'm saying? Sure. But I mean, you, you got to have respect. Bro. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Like 
love him or hate him, you got to respect him because he's yeah. changed. He he's literally been like top dog for the past ten years as yeah. far as popularity goes. He's been like top dog for not the ten yeah, for sure. for the past couple for years. Sure. He's done. He did a. He was one of the ones who kind of really actually did that 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 shit where you bring r&b into hip-hop right yeah I mean, you had other motherfuckers like singing on tracks but like i mean come on bro t-pain who else you yeah, yeah. On, really? you know what i'm saying yeah 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 neo too yeah, uh, yeah fuck yeah yeah nelly nelly, nelly was yeah. nelly's fucking dope though uh you know for real i don't know what the fuck happened to him but i hope he's okay <laughs> I, I hope he's no doing idea. okay i have no idea i haven't kept up with him but um Talk yeah. about like as far as your your album specifically go, uh specifically goes. Talk about like your budgeting, how you were able to fund yeah. it. What was that all about? So, um, I mean that shit was covered by the label, but like the the price for the beats and uh, the engineering and shit was done in house. But you know, I'm pretty sure that's gonna come out of my royalty checks until it's paid off. So, you know, you got to be prepared for that if you sign to an indie, you know, uh, and look, I was off, you know, I, I'm not going to take no advance. Um, I think that's kind of foolish. I know, I know, I know, bro. I, I really did. It hurt me too. Like being offered like five, 10 grand, bro. Like you want to fucking take it, but you got to realize even if you're with a major, you're not guaranteed to blow up right away. And every fucking check you get, I mean, you're, you're going to get money taken out. of You're going to be paying that motherfucker back till you start making, you know, you pay it back. So yeah, just don't loan. do it. It's a loan. It's not, it's not yeah. a check. It's a loan, you know? And, um, you know? What's the name of the label that you're signed to? Off the Wagon. Um, the it's wagon. out. It's Yeah, yeah. OTW. How'd you, how'd you link up with them? So um my uh, my pops is uh, in in the reptile shit. He's actually who I work for, and um, the guy Jay, the label head Jay Aguilera, um, he is, he like he has like a little he breeds he has like snakes as a hobby or whatever. Okay. So I guess somewhere along the line, um, Jay had said he owns a label, and my dad um, I, my dad knew that I was fucking around with rap, you know. Um, I was making I was making fucking mixtapes on my phone and shit and kind of like, you know, I was I was taking it seriously. But, you know, I was so fucking broke that, you know, as good as it could be on the phone or whatever. But, um, you know, I he got me in the he got me in the door, but I, I, I closed it. You know what I'm saying? So I had to send him the demo. And even if I got, you know, you may get the opportunity, but if demos whack, you know. Then you're fucked. So, yeah. yeah. Well, what so, about like, what would you say to someone that doesn't even have, or what would you do if you didn't have that opportunity to to even get production um, done for you? Or yeah. what would you say to someone that doesn't have the luxury of, you know, getting yeah. a deal right away, like that wants to go completely independent yeah. without a label, distro kid all the no, way? What would you say to you that? You don't have to. You don't. You know, find some local studios. And uh, support your local music community. Go to those studios. You know, um, you're gonna have to pay hourly, but you got to do what you got to do, um, or you got to invest in your own equipment. Um, me personally, I'm like, I really want to learn engineering, and I would love to make my own beats. Um, but it's like, uh, I gotta, I gotta get my music shit going before I try to focus on something else right now. You know, but I, I don't I have that luxury to where I can focus on other shit first, um, you know, but you got to real that shit costs money. So, yeah. uh, you know, I think the thing to do is pay for time at a studio and don't you know, the, the smart thing to do would probably be like go in, record like three or four songs, make sure they're hot and uh, get you a little demo and, you know, shop around. There's there's plenty of indie labels that. um that are uh, open for sending in tapes. Now, you know, just because you send it in don't mean nobody's going to listen to it. Right. Um, but you got to do what you got to do, right? That's big facts. But um, do you think that, you know, you have to be signed to kind of make it in this in this uh, industry? Or do you feel like going completely independent and not even worrying yeah. about the label is a good idea? Like going the See, wrong route? 
see the thing about going independent is you got to have the right mind for it and you got to know what you're doing going into it me personally uh, what i want to do is you know learn with the label learn about the business shit grow as an artist and you know and in a couple of years once i have a solid fan base i'm doing my own thing then what the fuck am i you know splitting the profits for you know um now person you know money's not the most important thing but I want to make music, but I, I want people to hear it. So it's like the correlation is I want a lot of people to hear it so I can get my respect. You know what I'm saying? Like the most important thing to me is having motherfuckers hear my music, break down the bars and be like, damn, there's something there. But, you know, I, I want to make some fucking money, of course. You know what I mean? How was what's your plan then to to uh get your shit out there? Like you want people to dissect your bars, you want people yeah. to hear all your shit what's your what's your strategy for that um honestly bro i am like my my instagram bio i changed that shit the other day i have no idea what the fuck i'm doing so i'm trying to learn you know you got to learn man like i hate social media like we talked about the other day i hate that shit you know it's against my very soul like i hate trying to like market to people and all this and just you know what i mean i just it ain't me. Um, like I've, I've worked a couple of sales jobs, you know, and it's just, it kind of kills your soul. Um, but if you really want to be serious about this music shit, you got to learn about it. Right. So I'm trying my, you know, I'm gonna have to learn. So like, I'm trying to force myself every day to at least do one Instagram post. You know what I mean? It's just, I, I have to, you know, it's like, um, you know, if, uh, like someone wants you to, speak in latin and write in french bitch i only speak spanish and i write in turkish you know what i'm saying like i don't know what the fuck <laughs> you know you gotta you gotta figure out the lingo lingo you know yeah no i i hear you bro i want to touch on something you just said though you said that you know you've worked a few sales jobs and it kills your soul i agree with you like work i've worked a sales job before i've only yeah. worked a sales job fucking no matter how much money i would have been made would have made off that job it still would have killed my soul yeah but it killed my soul because I didn't believe in what I was selling. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. That's an important thing. Like, you got to care about what you're selling. Um, and I, you got to believe in it. And it's got to be something, you know, natural. So I'm like, I'm down with selling the fucking music for sure. Um, but it's like, I just, I don't, I don't know how to go about it without seeming like all these other rappers on Instagram. You know what I'm saying? What's, what's your perception of all these other rappers on Instagram? Like, how are you perceiving them as marketing their music? I don't know, man. It just kind of feels narcissistic, you know, um, posting a picture. And then, you know, you post a generic picture of you. Um, you post a, gen you, you have a generic caption and then like a hundred hashtags. So why you know not, I mean? why not like, and this is kind of where I'm, I've been starting to tell artists that I work with personally is, yeah. Why not just try to uh, provide value first? And yeah. this is that sounds really generic, but the way you could do that is literally like buy your closest fan $5 Starbucks gift card. Be like, yo, I got yeah. you. Here's some coffee. Listen to my music. You know, or like, um, you know how we met? Like how I yeah. hit you up with the DM and yeah. I was like, yo, uh, I don't remember exactly what I said word for word, but I probably said something along the lines of, yo, I got you some free beats or I probably yeah. critiqued one of your songs or something. Yeah, yeah. And that probably, you probably saw that as valuable because you're a rapper. Yeah. I'm a producer giving you critique. So yeah. maybe you could do something like that, that for your fans, like something I, yeah. I, I even said is you could text, you know, your closest fans just to have a great day. You could literally yeah. tell them, you know, you give them motivation, inspiration every single day just to keep yeah. pushing or whatever your thing is. You know, a good idea might be like giveaways at certain stream numbers. Like, hey, guys, if we can hit this certain amount of streams on this track, then I'll do like um, a couple gift card giveaways or something like that. Yeah, you could do something like that, but you could even get further and literally um, reach out to them first. Because yeah. like, if, if you want to get like... I, in my in my head, the way I see it is you have to do the action first. Yeah. So if your song gets to a certain amount of streams, that's them doing the action first. They have to listen to yeah. it, right? 
Ideally, That's you want to provide the value first, right? Because yeah. it's about them. Like you, in my opinion, the music you make is about them, not you, right? Yeah. You, you're the one making it, but it's a it's for them. Oh yeah, for sure. It's like you know, um, it's like I feel, you know, I feel like uh, probably sounds corny, but I'm like, you know, you take the pen, you stab yourself, you bleed the ink onto the shit, and people are gonna translate that into whatever it translates to in their head. Yeah. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like, who would you say your music is ideal for? Um, probably people who listen to like Earl Sweatshirt and Tyler and M and you know people who like Mac Miller shit. Um, would probably fuck with my shit. I would say like people who listen to Wu Tang. Um, you know what I mean. Um, people who listen to like Kendrick and 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 J Cole. Um, Conscious shit. Yeah. Um. Well, you know, sometimes, but shit that has some layers to it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I also have some shit where it's just crazy and I'm just, you know, I have a lot of, like, anger and fucked up thoughts in my head. So I have a lot of shit that, that comes out like that. You know, like, I had a I had a line on um, Revenge of the Sith, um, one, of my, one of the tracks on the album, and it was essentially, like, me saying, you know, um, I'm going to, I'm going to come out and say all this, say all this shit. Cause I can say whatever the fuck I want to say. And, you know, I bet you they're going to preemptively cancel me. I'm going to get sued, but you know, chicks out here showing on MTV showing their fallopian tubes, you know, now, but I'm here's, that's not me. Um, trying to come out against chicks that, you know, showing their body, but it is me saying, if you're going to say that women can dress however they want and, and, and act however they want then you can't come at a guy for being offensive. You get what I'm saying? There can't be double standards. No, so it's, it's, I feel you. Yeah. I so feel that's, you. you know, for sure. But who is your, but like, if you were to give me an actual description, who would you say your music is for? The person, demographics, age, level of education, religion, sex? Probably like some 16 or 17 year old kid who, hates the fucking cancel culture, you know, PC shit. That kid in the corner of the class just chilling with his hood up. Uh, you know what I mean? That maybe you don't quite fit in with the with the crowd. You know, you go your own way. And maybe, you know, maybe your home life ain't the best. You got some anger, you know. You, you're bright, but you can't quite figure out how to channel that shit. You know what I mean? Like, you, people tell you you're smart, but then the grades don't translate. You know what I mean? People like that, I think, is is who I make it for. I, I make it for me when I was 16. So I, that's that's who I make it for, you know? People who don't have the best home life, you know? Mommy and daddy fight. Mo daddy cheated on mommy. Daddy left. I understand that daddy was in prison or daddy wasn't there for your childhood or he's never been in your life, you know? People who got, who got um, some chips on their shoulders, you know? I'm like, I understand that. And I'm showing you that you can vent and you can make that shit, um, make some shit out of it. You know what I mean? No, I get you a million percent, man. Like, so you said, uh, you said that you, you make music for yourself when you were 16. Yeah. Um, why don't you, why, I'm not telling you what to do at all, but yeah. If you're, if you're trying to get into the marketing thing, why not try to reach out to those people in particular? Because those are the people that you're going to resonate with the most and see what did you like when you were 16 years old? You know, what yeah. did you enjoy and try to connect with them on that type of level and give them value yeah. on that type of level? You feel me? Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. It's going to be hard, man. It's just my brain ain't wired like that, but I'm, I'm going to try my best. What do, what do you suggest, though? So um, I'm in a different lane than you are, but I used yeah. to I used to be an artist. Like I used to focus on that. Yeah. And um, I remember I used to get my I got my shit. I got one song played over 30 million plays on YouTube. And the, the way I got it uh, done was I would literally reach out to people and just connect with them with their yeah. email addresses. You can go on YouTube find a vlogger that you like or find a YouTube channel that you fuck with and, you know, just reach out to them and be like, yo, I love your shit. You know, I love your, 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 uh, your videos. Yeah. Can you put my song in your YouTube intro? And that's how yeah. I landed. That's how I landed. Hella plays on YouTube yeah. and, SoundCloud and, and Spotify. Um, 
And if it's a, if it's a, or you could do this, you could literally check out, um, like what's a YouTube channel that you liked when you were 16 years old, something like that. Yeah. Check out their shit and, um, try to network with someone like that. Who's got like yeah. 20,000 subs, a hundred thousand <laughs> subs, or even yeah. like, if there's like a, you said you got a lot of anger in you just yeah. fucking you could literally go on like an anger management <laughs> right you know what i mean like hey that's one of the tracks man anger management <laughs> bro like yeah oh word yeah exactly bro like you could literally relate to people that are um like going through that like yeah that's I, I had yeah i went to therapy for years man for um i got i got i mean i got suspended i don't know how many times how many fights until i was 15 and in my state when you're 16 you get tried as an adult and i already had three um strikes i mean you know i'm lucky i didn't go to juvie um so you know my outlet became initially poetry um when i started high school and uh senior year a buddy of mine because we always talked about music um, and broke down music and had, we would talk for like two hours, um, during the day about music. You know what I mean? We would sit in class and not even do the work and just play chess and talk about music. Word. Um, and eventually he was like, how about you try writing raps instead of poetry? Right. Why don't you try that out? And I mean, I wrote one fucking, like, I don't even know how many bars, bro. It's just like, it would probably be like seven verses now. <laughs> and Cause I just, I, I couldn't stop. Yeah. I mean, my first, my first fucking line was like, I'm Gogeta the flow eater or some shit like that. You know? So even, you know, even people like, like Biggie, Biggie's first line weren't shit. Nobody writes a dope line for their first line. Right. You know what I mean? Right. So right. people, people see, um, rappers up on music videos and it's real professional and it costs like a lot of money and they sound really clean and all and they got all these people in the comments and likes and this it can be discouraging when you go back and look at your shit and you hear it and you're like you know um you're like you know trying to be objective and the way i'm like i look at that shit and I'm, i try to pretend it's not me um so i can be objective and i'm like this shit's dope um you know it's it sounds just as good as that or maybe even better what's wrong with me you know and you gotta you gotta be able to like have that feeling and just keep on pushing you know because yeah. that person at one point had a hundred streams on soundcloud or whatever. right 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 it's just a matter of time but yo um why don't you like no one no one hears this from you like i didn't know any of this about you until right now right it's not yeah. on social media I mean, I follow you on Instagram. It's not on social media. It's, it's, it, I don't know how much you go into it in your album. I remember actually yeah. listening to that track, uh, Revenge of the Sith. I think you sent that yeah. to me a while ago. But, um, how are people going to know this about you? Like, don't you think, I mean, I, I, like I said, I'm not trying to tell you anything what to yeah. do. I'm trying to give you ideas, maybe. But don't you think maybe posting a couple times a day on Instagram? TikTok. I don't know if you use TikTok, but I think that's a good platform to start on. Just posting about your stories, not giving a fuck who sees it. The way yeah. you're telling me right now, bro, you could fucking tell a million stories. You could have content for days. Yeah. And people will literally resonate with that because it's real as fuck and they're going yeah. through it. Like your anger management, like anger management, the whole track you could yeah. dissect in a video, you know? Yeah. You know what? Like, sure. I, I think people really could resonate with that shit, bro. Real talk. Yeah, maybe I might start doing like little short like video diaries like a couple times a week. You know what I mean? Just be like, yo, when I was seven, this bullshit happened. And that's why I'm still fucked up today. <laughs> right. No, no. Real talk, though. Like real shit. Like you yeah. should do something like that because people want to hear what you have to say. Like, I honestly think people fall in love with the person yeah not the music you know the music could oh be yeah great. for sure yeah exactly like the music could be great but i think people really fuck with the character that the music builds. yeah you know yeah man i uh i definitely get what you're saying i need to start doing it i um it's just i've got like my, bro i swear to you know how it is man like 
my brain be like jumping from one thing to the next. Like I'll be talking about some shit that happened when I was five and then talking about the year 2025. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Just go on IG live, bro. Just go on Instagram live and just be talking your shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Who cares if you get zero, it, right? Who cares if you get zero people watching, you know, like your first IG lives are going to be shit anyway. You yeah. know, it's not going to be till like the 43rd one or 65th one where you're talking about some real shit people resonate with. You know, you got to get yeah. your practice swings in first. You feel me? Yeah, for sure, man. I feel you. So like, what's the, what's the label think about the album? How are, what are they doing to promote it? Man, look, we look, so I was on the phone with this motherfucker two weeks ago and I was, we checked on the cover. He, he kept on saying the cover art, like the, the fucking parental advisory sticker was too big. And eventually I just sent him the fucking shit without one. And I was like, you put it on. And he said it was all good and we were good to go. And we would we would talk about releasing it. And then, you know, Friday comes around, it's not there. Next Friday comes around, it's not there. So I'm like, I'm gonna have to call this motherfucker on the phone and get the shit going. Sorry, Jay, I didn't mean it like that. I say motherfucker about everybody. So <laughs> I don't mean it in any negative way, but... Uh, Jay, Jay's the homie. I love Jay and I'm grateful for everything he's, you know, every opportunity he's given me, but he's one of those people who like doesn't pick up the phone. Like you'll, you'll call him like once a day for like five days and then he'll pick up randomly next Tuesday when you decide to not call for a week and then call, you know what I mean? Um, so he's just one of those people that is so busy with his own shit. He's hard to get up with and it can be frustrating, you know? And a lot of stuff happened. Um, nothing like there wasn't any turmoil between me or, or the label at all. It was just a lot of personal stuff going on with him and his life at the time. Um, and then there was Rona shit happened and kind of mm -hmm. I was supposed to go um, I go out and finish the album last April. Mm -hmm. And literally, like, as soon as I called that man, we were talking about doing it at the end of the month as like an anniversary thing for how I got signed because I went out there for 20 weekend. That's, that's when I went out there and got signed. So we were going to go out there and do that shit. And then it got, you know, he, he had some stuff happen with the law and it mm -hmm. got pushed to, uh, you know, the summer. And I, and then I ended up not getting out there until October, but it's kind of funny, man, because I'm, I, I recorded the other half of the album like literally the same weekend I finished it, like the same exact like date. It was really fucking weird. And I guess it kind of worked out, you know, but you know what, man, if, if, if I had finished the album, then it wouldn't be as good as it is because I had more time to write more shit. You know what I mean? Facts. Um, how many projects have you released already? Or is this your first one? This is just, this is the first album. I mean, I released like a little um, mixtape on my phone. Mm -hmm. on like soundcloud back in the day and it's not it's not bad but like i'm not gonna say anything about it if somebody just happens to find it i'm gonna be like good on you buddy you found the easter yeah. egg yeah. <laughs> but do you think but, having like a studio record like a real professional polished track is is essential or do you think that you i do you do why is that yeah. is that a curiosity why is that it's, it's like this right People say they like an underdog, right? Yeah. But people want to listen to shit they think other people would listen to. So even if it's something that's like niche, like some shit like Tyler, the creator, or or even calling that niche is kind of, you know what I mean, but shit like that that's not necessarily like mainstream, mainstream, mainstream yeah. friendly, yeah. Um, you know, it's got to sound polished and professional, right? Or you're not going to have a lot of people that want to listen to it. You know, what you're going to have if you have some shit that doesn't sound professional is you're going to have other artists that make shit that doesn't sound professional listening to your shit and being like, cool, you should come check out my shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because well, I, I, I know from experience. That happened you know, I know that. Though. Yeah, it happened to me, though, right? I, I did it to you. Shit. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, too. That, too. I mean, bro, like, on some real shit, um, I think that could be, like, a learning lesson. Yeah. Um for sure. like for both of us, you know what I mean? Just oh, yeah. trying to, you know, network better. So for anyone that doesn't yeah. know, you care if I share the story real quick? Oh, yeah, I don't care. Yeah, yeah. So for um those listening or watching, uh my boy, he hit me up with, uh he ha I hadn't talked to you in like, what was it, like two or three months? Yeah. Something like that. And then um you hit me with like your album release. Yeah. And I was like, bro, like, 
all you do is just hit me with your music like you don't actually you know provide me anything yeah not saying that i need you to provide me anything yeah i'm saying like you know just hit me with the conversation you know what i mean like i don't always want to just be talking about your music you feel me yeah so um i think that is definitely one of the actually huge lessons that artists need to learn is that you need to make an actual connection with the people yeah. you either want to work with or that you want listening to your music. For sure. My my problem was I had gone dark in general sure. um, for a couple months and I was just in a deep, deep, deep fucking depression. Like I didn't even want to get out of bed for a couple months. You know, all I really did was listen to tracks I'd already recorded and gone over the playlist over and over and over and over and over over the track list. And, you know, I kind of, I need to, I, I'm so obsessive about the music that like, that's like what I talk about with most people. So like, to me, all I talk about is music. So like, I didn't, I didn't coming into it. I wasn't thinking that I was just dropping it randomly until you said something. And then I realized, oh shit, I look like a total fucking dick. And I didn't even, you know what I mean? Well, you're straight, bro. Like, I think everyone does that at a certain point. And I think it's just like catching yourself, like, oh, yeah. I like, am I promoting my own shit too much? You know what I mean? Yeah. Fun um, fact: I have Asperger's, so I am already socially inept <laughs> on multiple levels. Yeah. So like, <laughs> you know, sometimes I don't really know if I'm I'm doing something wrong unless somebody says it, and then I'm like, oh shit, bro, I you know I'm sorry, man. Let's you know. Bro, you like know, use so, that as your, your superpower, bro. Like, oh yeah, that, for sure. Use that like to like tell a story bro like i'm bald right like i'm i'm fucking yeah. bald ass 22 year old you know i was bald since i was 19 but i i make that a story right like i make At least that you fucking own it i'd rather you know it's better to shave your shit and own it right than yeah hold on to it well that's what i'm saying is like with like your asperger's or whatever you got going on like yeah that's you bro that's like that's as real as it gets you know why not just yeah. own that shit and be like yo motherfuckers like I, i'm the shit you know what i mean and tell people you know i think when yeah. you tell people it's like they they earn you you earn respect just from like telling people shit like that. Yeah. Like I didn't know that about you till right now. Yeah. You know what I mean? Well, you know, one of the things about Asperger's is um it's not even really like a mental thing, um, in the sense of like IQ or anything like that. It's it's mostly social and you have fixations, right? So like people with Asperger's will be people assume that they're just all rocket scientists. And I fucking hate math. It's eh. You know, I, it just, it's dead. It's not alive. I hate it. You know, I don't hate it. I understand it's necessary. Right. But uh, I started to ramble and I get off topic. But you my point is my fixation has always, one of my fixations has always been music. Now it didn't become an obsession until I started doing it. But, you know, like, like even my label manager, he was like, you know, don't talk about music unless we're in the studio. I guess he got, he just gave up on that process on that, 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 because all I did was talk about it. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm oh. like, this is what I want to do. This is the vision. Let's do this. Let's, you know what I'm saying? Um, so like all I really think about every day, all day is music. Bro, then that's a when, superpower, motherfucker. That's right? a superpower. Yeah, for sure. I'm going to end up be, look, I'm going to be, look, I'll tell you what, I pop off. You ain't going to see me in the club. I'm going to be a fucking recluse. <laughs> that's some you good know? shit, man. He said that shit mad long ago. Drake said that shit, right? Yeah. Loose. You ever heard that story? <laughs> no, I hadn't heard. What's uh, up with that? It, it's nothing crazy, but he was just saying, like, on an interview, he was uh, yeah. using that word in his rock. And I don't know. He was saying some shit about that word. But fucking, man, use that as your suit. Like, that is yeah. your, your superpower. Like, just fi- being fixed. Because you see, yeah. bro, bro, you see these motherfuckers out here, like, not even working like that. Like, they're not right. Yeah. You said you wrote, rewrote your album 200 times, bro. You see these yeah. motherfuckers just putting out bullshit. Yeah. They're not focused on the music. So that's your superpower. I, um, I love freestyling too, for sure. Like, to bro, me though, what I don't what I don't get is why would somebody call something a freestyle if it's written? I, I, I understand the concept. Like, but to me, my, you know, my personal definition of a freestyle is off the top. And if it ain't off the top, just call it something else. Facts. You know what I'm saying? Facts. Let them know. Facts. For real. Now uh, I'm a I'm 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 not bad as a freestyler when I'm sober, but like I'm definitely much better when I'm high because there's just something about like 
you're more connected with the music and the, the instrumental. So it's easier to like vibe in a zone. But when you're sober, it's not just the beat. You're kind of thinking about other shit around you at the same time. So when I'm high, when you're high, it's easier to just like zone in and only vibe to the beat. You know what I mean? No, I know exactly what you mean. What would you say? <laughs> how would you explain that to someone who's never smoked weed or been high before? I can't explain it. Yeah, you have can. You, okay, have you oh. ever been in class and you were staring at the clock and you just yeah. zoned out and all you did was you didn't even hear what anybody said and time yeah. blew by? That's what it is. It's like just, you know, I call it getting in my zone. You kind of you know entered a little dimension, real talk. Yeah, like sometimes I'd be saying words and even with no V, I'd be really wanting to just bust out into a little freestyle sometimes, <laughs> but I... You know, but most of the people around me are like, okay, but we're doing something else right now. We're trying yeah. to work, you know, we're trying to do this or, you know what I mean? Or nope, now's not the time, but I'm like, all the time is the time, bitch. Just get me on sway in the morning. Okay. Bro. <laughs> you, know? you know, I'm just saying, I, I already know. I'm like, it's going to be hard to get there. But once I get there, ain't no going back. You know what I mean? Bro, I'm telling you, bro, like, I would love to see you just busting out freestyles every day on instagram give me a word cuz let's go but <laughs> now whatever you can on instagram because i know or even tiktok because that's really like the platform right now to like kind of get viral i think yeah. i'm not an expert but i feel like if you were to bust out you know freestyles every day on tiktok man shit it doesn't even matter if they're good or not just the fact that you're putting out content will get eyes on you you know what i'm saying yeah it's me and my man Arabic. We're repping the Adidas. Oh shit, I don't have it. I think I need to go repeat the fetus. You know what I mean? Get me some Jim Bean. Motherfucker, look at me. I'm not going off the lane seat. I'm obscene and I don't know what I mean because that motherfucker be so fresh and so clean. This is bullshit rhymes and I know it. Look at me, motherfucker. I am on the flow shit. Oh my God. Oh my God. Yes, yes. I know it. I said some shit. Yes, yes. That's how y'all sound. Repetitive, repetitive. I might just drown in my own sound. That's how I get down. Oh, bars. <laughs> you know, sometimes it's fun to just spit some bullshit. You know what I mean? Bro, that's what I'm saying. You need to get on that Instagram shit and just be yes, for real, for real. I used to do that shit, and then I'd be like sitting there feeling cringe, and I would delete it. You know what I mean? Bro, that's <laughs> oh, yo, that's that, bro. I feel that, man. I feel like you just, you just gotta, you just gotta be like, yo, who cares? Don't right. be judgmental, bro. Because once you're judgmental, you're gonna be judgmental of everything. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, you, sometimes it wouldn't even be the sound. I'd just be like, I look goofy at that angle. Fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> who cares though? Like. Yeah. someone's gonna see you at that angle one day or another oh yeah who for cares? sure who cares? I, mean, I look goofy in general bro i got i got eyebrows i could i can make sweaters for a thousand caterpillars and still be straight bro <laughs> i mean knitting them bro. bitches bro yeah bro you gotta be posting this shit on instagram man because you fucking comedy bro well that's that's me that's you know this me every day so i'm not putting on any airs or anything you know well, I love how my eyes are squinted as shit because I'm just, I'm trying to like get in that I'm high zone, but I'm sober. You know what I mean? No, I feel you. I feel you. But yeah, man, like real talk. So like, um, honestly, I feel like at the end of the day, real, real shit is like what people want to see. They just don't know how to see it. Yeah. Uh, What's your plan for 2021? And what's your plan for, you know, maybe the next five years? But let's start with like 2021. How do you see your music career evolving? My plan for 2021 is to make some more, like write some shit. Uh, I'm going to, I'm, I got some shit that I'm writing, that I'm making right now, like a little four or five track EP um, that I want to try to put out, like maybe like, maybe like March or something like that. But I feel like I got to start getting this Instagram shit going. I started, I got to start getting numbers on the album, you know, um, before I try to do something else, but it's, you know, I'm just so ready to go. Like I, I could put out so many projects, but I have to have people who would actually listen to them before I can warrant that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, I mean, you could warm people up with singles, you know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. You could warm people up with singles off the album, then just drop the album or something like oh, that. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. But like I, I, that, I mean, I don't know. Like I don't know what 
what you yeah. do, but you know, I'm just trying to figure out what track I want to like use to promote the album. Like, cause I got to do something that like, you know, that, that most of the tracks match with, you know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. I'm, I'm kind of thinking revenge of the Sith. Um, honestly, I, remember I feel that. like, yeah, I feel like, um, I feel like it's a sleeper. You know what I mean? I, I, re- I really, I like that track. It's like, it's, it's, um, it's sound. It's it's you know it. It sounds different. You know what to me. You know what I mean. No, I feel you. I feel you. But I feel like we have to go back to you know, just connecting to those people. You know? Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. That's the main thing, right? That's the main. I'm thing. gonna yeah, man. I'm totally plan for that. Like, I I really want to know like what's your plan now that we've talked about that a little bit. Like, what do you think you're gonna do from you know 2021 on or even now on like what are you gonna i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna start you know posting shit like videos and shit like that and lives like we were talking about on instagram and um you know i'm gonna start doing that more and uh try to you know eventually i'll figure out how to do that shit my own way you know what i mean what do you mean your own way my own flavor, you know what I mean? Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to suck first, right? You even said yeah, right? yourself, like your first bars are trash, right? Yeah. Like, like uh, you know, you, you write a, sh- you write like a little novel. It's, you know, it's going to be some ass, but eventually you, you know, you, you write a, write a couple little short stories. Eventually you write a chapter and it's like, oh shit, there's something there. Let exactly. me edit this and work on it and build on it. Now I got a novel. Exactly, you know? but the the best time to start is literally right now, bro. Oh yeah, for I'm, sure. Tell you, like I seen like your Instagram goes all the way back to what, like 2018 or some shit. Yeah. And you only got a couple posts. Yeah. You know. So, I deleted a lot. There was a. I had a. I had a period there where I was dropping a lot of acid and like. Uh, dropping like random freestyles on fucking Instagram. I think I might still have one up, maybe. Why'd you delete them? Um, I don't know. Some of them just weren't there lyrically for me. I was like, I don't think that's a fair representation. You know what I mean? You were judging yourself. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> like my my uh, my ex girlfriend. Um, she listened to I I had uh shown her some of the lyrics to some shit that I had canned, and you know I was like, it's it's whack. It's just not you know it's just not really that good. And she was looking at me like I was fucking crazy, and and she just was like you're, you're you're way too harsh on yourself and i'm like yeah i know and she just kept on reiterating it and i was like yeah i know and she's like yeah you don't really sound like you you, know, you think you know but you don't um you know but that's that's the hard part of being an artist if you're not you're if you're not your your strongest critic you're not you know you're not doing something right i feel like yeah i actually agree with that i feel like no one can care as much about your art than you do and if yeah. you don't even think if you're not even criticizing it, you know, everyone else is just going to shit on it. You yeah. Know? I mean, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I have periods where I'll like, I'm just sitting there and I get a little dejected and I'm like, man, I'm whack. And then like two days later, I'm like, bitch, I'm the shit. <laughs> it happens, bro. You know? It happens to the best of us, you know, like sure. I'm sure even Drake, bro, you remember fucking Drake? You see that video of Drake getting booed off the stage at fucking Camp Flock? Yeah. <laughs> bro, bro, I'll, bro, you ever seen that, that, that old Tim Westwood Drake free, where he's reading a fucking freestyle off the phone? Uh, oh my God, that shit is Wait, hilarious. that was like in like 2009, right? That was like some old. Yeah, that shit is fucking funny though, bro. Well, because you know he doesn't really write his own shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So I'm like, I respect him as a performer, but I can't really call somebody an artist if they don't write their own shit. You know what I mean? That's fair. That's fair. I mean, would you say that? Well, didn't he like? Didn't he like write? A lot of I'm shit. not sure. I don't know his uh, story, honestly. I, I can't. I'm not sure, but I, I think it's been pretty much confirmed that most of his shit is written by somebody else. Like Dr. Dre's shit is written by other people, and I'm like, I, you know, some, you know, some, his fucking 2001, The Chronic. That shit's still fucking dope, and I'm like, it's dope to listen to, and he sounds good. But like, I'm not gonna call that an artist on a lyrical writing level. But he produced it. And the people who wrote it, he was were signed to him. It's just kind of, you know, it's a gray area, I guess, these days. But there's been ghostwriters and hip hop since hip hop started. So it's always going to be there. I guess you can't really take away from somebody from that. But I feel like 
I feel like I fuck with you more as an artist um, on like a personal level. If you write your own shit, pick out your own beats. You know what I mean? Ooh, pick out your own beats. You got to have an ear. You got to have an ear for beats. Like, I feel like, like some rappers, like I've been in the studio with other rappers and they'll come in and um, they'll, the, the, you know, someone will just put on a beat or like, here's a couple beats, just pick one. I feel like you got to look for shit and find shit on your own that you like, not just have the producer show you some shit. Oh, that's funny that you say that. I actually, uh, I was in the studio. I remember this vividly a couple weeks ago and I was just playing beats for this one dude. And it was kind of like that. He was just like, yo, let me hop on. He was just like trying to hop on everything, but he wasn't really like what he wanted, you know? Yeah. Cause I mean, I'll pick, look, I'll, I'll have a beat and I'll write some shit to it. And then like, I might vibe to the beat a little bit. And then like a week later, I may be like, okay, actually it's, you know, it, it's not hitting like I thought it was. Fact. I feel like I, I sit there, you got to vibe to a beat for like a month. I feel like, you know what I mean? How do you know um, when it's good? How do you know? Like, what do you look for? How do you know it's good? How do you know? Like what, what should producers be doing as far as making beats? Like, what do you look for? Well, I can't look at it from a producer. I can look at it from like a rapper's That's standpoint. That's what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. What are you looking at it from a rapper's perspective? Like put on a beat and it just starts flowing. You ain't got to think too hard about the bars. You know what I'm saying? Even if the, the the lines aren't the dopest in the world, if you just start thinking of shit, you know what I'm saying? Like you put you put on a you know when you put on a beat and that shit just resonates and you're like automatically like oh shit, this is something here. You know, some there's some. There's definitely some type of ethereal, otherworldly shit that goes into this shit. Like when you hear a certain beat, you know, you know it's that beat. You know what I mean? A hundred percent. What are some of your favorite beats, like by major artists right now, or it could be in the past ten years, whatever. What? Are, what are, um, I would have to look on a playlist uh, on Spotify real quick to name them. Sure. But I mean, like, as far as like genres go, where do you see yourself more leaning towards? I remember I heard a few of your your tracks and there were more boom bap beats like you yeah. know 80 bpm 90 bpm boom bap stuff yeah where do you um, see your genres i really like like 30 by h that shit so that's a dope beat i feel like um you got uh some of the nf stuff's cool but nf is like the i, I like those beats but it's just not the kind of shit that i i, I rap to you know some shit's just not you're saying like the cinematic Type. Yeah, some some shit you sometimes like even if you can write to it, some your voice has to fit shit. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, like old school like Dre shit for him back in the day, like on Marshall Mathers LP, Slim Shady LP. Um, I, I really love 36 Chambers. Oh well, okay. So if I had to say like what kind of beat would be perfect for me is some shit that sounds like like 96 with a like a, a new school flair to it you know what i mean some shit that sounds like if rizza was born in 99 and he made and you know what i'm saying he was putting out beats now he would still have that same you fuck with like the boom you fuck with mostly boom yeah yeah, yeah for sure like, but like a little darker side of boom bap right like uh mac miller um my favorite project of his is faces so i really like those kinds of beats word um yeah i i don't know like i um i do kind of like some of the more soft lo-fi stuff but it's gotta have some drums and bass to it yeah it's gotta i mean yeah it's gotta hit yeah but that's the kind of shit i write to i i just feel like i need to find that balance of like like the beats are hot for sure like i you know like i think i have i think i have a good taste in beats word Um, i mean yeah the beats that you like i remember you showed me two songs it was revenge of the sith and i don't remember what the other one was but the beats were crazy on them like they were nice yeah those were produced yeah. house um those were from some youtubers um lethal needle was uh he produced the beat for um fucking revenge of the sith so some 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 youtube like producers on youtube that i really fuck with lethal needle um brandon uh I, you know um fucking chase bank is really cool but his shit is like mac miller's circles shit it's like some ethereal like not quite like you know what i mean i know exactly what you mean yeah yeah 
Yeah, like you gotta be kind of. Kind of. Yeah, you gotta be drugged the fuck up. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I honestly I need to branch out. Like, um, I need to. Ch- I want to check out some of your shit for sure because I, I I would like to work with you too. I want to get a at least one beat off of you for the next project. Word, so, word. Oh, you know I got. Yeah, we can talk about we can talk about that off yeah. podcast later though. Um, that's not even really a you know I'm trying to get the numbers on this before I even you know yeah like worry about that. what you what you got right yeah. now yeah 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 but yo let's um let's let's talk about one last thing and just what what advice would you give someone in general coming up um not from a great background maybe you know they're dealing with maybe yeah. they're dealing with anger management Aspergers um and they want to get into hip-hop they want to start rapping like you what would you what advice would you give them with the the asperger's thing i I know how it is to have like a that feeling of like a monotone voice and shit um you gotta kind of learn how to hear your voice at the same time as you rap to make sure that you don't go into that monotone zone and um it's kind of like that robotic that robotic feeling like you know if i'm just talking like this and I'm, yeah. you know, I'm like how are you doing you know i have to as i have to consciously be aware of how i sound and put inflection into my voice and a lot of people that's a subconscious thing because it's a social wiring thing but with people with asperger's like me i'm gonna be i'm gonna be cutting this light off so my face is gonna dark out i can still talk to you're fine you're fine you're fine um but you know you gotta learn how to accept your weirdness i guess and um for a long time i just wanted to be normal you know i just wanted to fit in and it wasn't until like sophomore year of high school um where i started being like man and honestly i don't really like most of y'all uh i don't feel like you care about me so fuck you i'm gonna do my point y'all but you also gotta you know be real and, and you know accept, be willing to open up to people even though i know it's hard to facts man i mean that that's what's up i mean i think that's i think anyone could take that advice that's that's real shit that's some real shit did i lose you yo yo Oh, I think we lost him. Yo, you're sorry good. about that. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. You're good. Yeah. What was I saying? We were talking about um, any advice for people with Asperger's and anger management who want yep. to get into rap, right? Yeah. So you're going to start off really awkward and you're already socially awkward. You already don't fit in. Don't worry about fitting in. Don't worry about people liking your shit. Just do what I did and, uh, you know, get in your little fucking zone, your little fucking closet, whatever. Make some shit keep and grow on your own in your little crypt. And uh, once you once you feel like you're ready, man, you need to come out the ocean, come out the primordial ooze and start start life. You know what I'm saying? Like grow some legs and lay those, lay those eggs on land. You know what I mean? Facts, bro. That's a good way to put it, man. Cause I, I, I sat there in a crypt. Um, I don't know how else to put it and kind of sat there in the dark and, uh, went through my little evolution on my own and, you know, share your shit with friends and people you're close to. Um, but you know, you gotta become comfortable, especially with Asperger's man, because if you get, you know, if you don't, if you don't let yourself get comfortable and you don't let yourself grow in a comfortable environment first, um, then you're going to shut down and go to shell and, and want to quit. So um, just keep at it and come out once you feel comfortable. But at the same time, you know, don't don't question it too much. At a certain point, you're just going to have to jump off the ledge. You know, I know that's kind of contradictory, but that's life. Life is contradiction. So that's true. That's true. you just got to figure it out, man. It's going to happen on its own time. And, you know, another point which some people may not want to hear at a certain point, you may need to sit down and be like, this is fun as a hobby, but it's just, you know, maybe I'm, I'm not going to ever get to that point. Something just doesn't click, you know, and that's for everybody, you know. Um, 
but we've all had that moment where we thought we wanted to quit and I thought I wanted to quit for a minute and then I got that call. So, um, you know, don't let anybody else make you quit or tell you, tell you, you need to quit. You quit if you want to, but keep on going if you want to, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's gotta be your decision either way. And, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's the most important thing I feel like is it's gotta be from your heart and it's gotta be you deciding, you know what I'm saying? Bro, that's what's up, man. Like that's some real shit, man. I appreciate you for, uh, for spinning that game right there. Um, where can people find you if they want to uh, listen to the album, if they want to just check you out on Instagram, check you out on social yeah, media? Yeah, I've got the album up on SoundCloud right now under King Arthur. Um, it will be up on Spotify probably in the next month. King Arthur Thundercock. It's called Wonderland. So it's on a playlist right now. So type in Wonderland LP um and it'll pop up word and uh, i'm on instagram the real real king arthur um all lowercase no spaces and uh i'm ready to bring you to my fucked up world you know <laughs> what up man i appreciate you coming on bro real talk yeah man well i appreciate being here homie no, I, I figured you know i told my homie i was like you know even if only five people hear it it's i'd rather be taking a small step than not taking one at all. Fact, and, uh, bro. I'm ready Let to get know. going. Let him know, bro. I appreciate yeah. you saying that, honestly. I needed that reminder. Yeah, for real. So wh- where can I listen to the podcast, man? It's going to be on... It's going to be on... Um, I'm going to cut it right here. So it's going to okay. be... It's going to be on... Um, I'm going to stop recording, too. But yeah. it's going to be on Spotify, uh, YouTube. Um should be on i think apple music as well 